Chewy Hawk here, and be sure to follow Iowa Hawkeye Sports Fan Podcast on Twitter so you can be notified every time a new episode drops. Well, welcome everyone. The topic today is going to be Iowa versus Michigan, Ann Arbor, Chrysler Center, and the Hawkeyes lost big in this one, 79 to 57, and I, I just did not see that coming. Um, you know, Iowa had lost four or five. They bounced back and won four in a row, and it really looked like the Hawkeyes we're on kind of a roll here. Huge game, Thursday night game on ESPN primetime. Dickie V on, on the call. You know, Michigan's ranked third. Really kind of a huge game for Iowa because they could get that marquee win against a top-tier opponent that they haven't been able to get this year. But as it turned out, I was glad no fans were allowed, and my buddy Juice in Detroit didn't have to buy a ticket and sit through this one amongst Michigan fans. And a 22-point loss for the Hawkeyes. This game had a marquee matchup with Luca Garza facing off with Hunter Dickinson, the talented 7-1, 255-pound freshman from Michigan. Michigan had three starters back from last year, and they picked up two grad transfers in the offseason, but with a talented freshman center, one of the grad transfers, who was actually Wake Forest's leading scorer last year, he's now the sixth man for Michigan. Very talented Michigan team, and they proved to be even more so, more talented than, than I anticipated. Well, slow start. To this one for the Hawkeyes, no points in the first three minutes, and a slow start for the referees, too. I, it was just brutal. They kept going to the video to watch plays, and I'm, I'm getting really tired of it. To me, if there's no blood on the court, uh, nobody riding in pain, let them play. It slows the game down. It just seems silly. And how long did basketball go without needing to constantly review video to see if somebody got his feelings hurt? It, it's just gotten out of control. Well, the worst thing in this game was seeing Jack Nungy go down and just a strange-looking injury where he grabbed his knee while in a defensive stance and basically, you know, went down, covered his eyes with his hands, and I really had a bad feeling at that point. It was the same knee where he had a torn ACL last year, and he came back out in crutches in the second half. So it really doesn't look good for the rest of the season or at least the next several games for Jack Nungy. Good defense for Iowa and Michigan in the first half, but Iowa struggled again with defensive rebounding. Um, I know Michigan had a three on one second chance opportunity after an offensive rebound and multiple putbacks and two-point baskets. Those, those just really hurt, and none more so than the buzzer beater put back off a missed layup that extended the lead for the Buckeyes to three just before the buzzer at half. Luca just three of 11 shooting in the first half, zero rebounds. Wieskamp, one of four shooting, 0 of two from deep, two points. C.J. Frederick and Jordan Bohannon each had nine points for the Hawkeyes, and, and Keegan Murray, two off the bench. Only 29 points in the first half for the Hawkeyes, and Michigan only had 32, so both teams really seemed to be playing good defense, and the Hawkeyes were hanging in there. Iowa shot 41% from the field, 40% from three, while, while Michigan was 40% from the field, and 38% from three, so, so that was close. Uh, just too many second-chance points for Michigan, and I've harped on that for most of the games this year, and for sure and Iowa's losses. Two really bad Iowa stats of the half were rebounding and assists. Iowa was out-rebounded by nine. Michigan had 10 offensive rebounds to Iowa's two. And those extra possessions, second-chance points, are just deflating. In addition, Iowa had just one assist the whole first half. And I'm going to state, state that again. Iowa had one assist in the first half. Michigan only had four, but one assist is just unbelievable. And Michigan's defense gave the Hawkeyes fits on Thursday night. They came in ranked as a top 10 defensive team in the Ken Palm rankings. 
and and it showed why in this game. I mean, they they really they really played well. Well, no answer for Franz Wagner in the second half for the Hawkeyes. He kept driving to the basket, getting layups, hitting threes. He had nine points in the first four minutes of the second half, ended with a career-high 21 points. Michigan overall shot 19 of 35 in the second half and five of nine from three. While Iowa really struggled shooting, Keegan Murray made things interesting in the second half when he had a three and then a drive and made the basket. And Iowa had gotten down by 12 at that point, and after a Garza pass to Wheezy, all of a sudden it's just a seven-point deficit for the Hawkeyes. It looks like Iowa may be coming back, followed up by two turnovers in a row for the Hawkeyes. A couple of their freshmen, Aaron Mulis, dribbling the ball at the court and lost it, but you know he hasn't, he hasn't had a whole lot of playing time this year. And then errant pass by Patrick McCaffrey trying to feed Keegan in the post. Not a real good idea on that pass. Game went back up to 11. 11-point uh, lead for Michigan. Iowa never never got back into it after this one. Iowa just could not find the basket. Well, Garza ended the game 6 of 19 shooting. Give some credit to Hunter Dickinson as you know, he did win the battle a couple of times. He's a big, strong guy, but Garza had shots that he usually knocks down. And those just haven't been going in with the same regularity the last couple of weeks. And Thursday night, something just looked off. Garza would get the ball near the rim, and I don't know if there's a little hitch in his shot right now or what, but just plays that we're used to seeing him make over and over again, automatic baskets. Uh, they just weren't falling. Well, you know, Joe Wieskamp had become one of the top shooters from three-point range in the nation. He was over 51% on the season after several really solid games. He struggled for two games in a row. He was just one of five from long range in this game. He did have 11 points, five rebounds. C.J. Frederick didn't score in the second half, but he led the team with two assists. <laughs> and that means that he had half of Iowa's assists in the game. Iowa only had four assists, C.J. Frederick with two. And that, I mean, that it's incredible Four assists for a team that's averaging almost 20 a game. Um, you know, Iowa just, for whatever reason, couldn't, couldn't handle Michigan's stellar defense on the perimeter. Michigan didn't have to do a whole lot of doubling of Luka, and the perimeter guys just didn't have as many open shots. And, and you know, Iowa doesn't really have that many guys that can, that can get to the basket with, with regularity, driving to the hoop, slashing, so... Well, Jordan Bohan in just two of six from three-point range. He did have 13 points, but zero assists. He only needed three to become Iowa's all-time assist leader. So hopefully he can get that record against Ohio State. And Connor McCaffrey twisted an ankle, didn't come back. So hopefully he'll be ready to go versus Ohio State. Again, you know, feeling for Jack Nungy. You know, that didn't look good seeing him on, on crutches. Well, Keegan Murray is a special player, and we're going to love having Kenyon's, both of his boys, both of Kenyon's boys on this team the next few years. Keegan had 7.6 rebounds. Well, the rebounding was really poor for Iowa. They lost that battle by 9, 41-32. Michigan had 12 offensive boards, 5 more than Iowa. No, no way to win for the Hawkeyes, shooting under 36%. Um, Iowa was under 32% from 3, 6 of 19. Michigan, this is kind of a weird stat, they were 47.1% field goal shooting overall. And then they were also 47.1% from three, making eight of 17 from behind the arc for the game. And boy, Michigan scored 47 points in the second half. 
What was Juwan Howard doing, leaving his starters in until 45 seconds left in the game? You know, way to get the reserves some playing time. And, and the starters some rest. Iowa had emptied the bench long before that. The game was over, and for some reason, Howard just kept in the starters. And after seeing two Iowa players drop to the ground with injuries, doesn't he even think of the fact that he needs to get the, his starters to the bench? I don't know if he wanted to pad pad statistics for Hunter Dickinson or Wagner. Um, send a message to Fran, who knows, but it just seemed ridiculous to be risking an injury in that scenario. Well, it's time to move on. You know, with another big game on Sunday at Ohio State, the Buckeyes lost to Michigan State Thursday night in a close game. Coach Chris Holtman was ejected late in that one, and he was just, he was just so wired throughout that game. He was yelling and screaming at the refs so much, they finally got him out of there with a second technical. And it's going to be interesting how both the Buckeyes and Hawkeyes respond after these losses. No singing Thursday night, um, but I'm getting the pipes ready for Sunday to hopefully sing in heaven there is no beer. The Hawkeyes have an opportunity to get a win against another top five team. So let's get it done. Go Hawks!